strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, the podcast provided free health care to all listeners if they can follow three easy steps. One, summon a Namekian dragon to revive the Earth Dragon Balls. Two, summon the Earth Dragon to revive the Namekian Dragon Balls. Three, dragon swap with your preferred insurer. Will that all be crystal clear? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. I love how that is also the wrong order that it happens in the show, but that is what an insurance provider would do to you is just give you the completely wrong information or say, send David Spector upstate and not let him get his surgery. Summoning Shenron is like using the Obamacare website. Oh my God. It's made on GS. Hello and welcome to another episode of Balling Out Super. I am your host, Katie Rose Leon. With me, as always, is the intrepid, integral Alex Patak. We're live on Zoom and ready to cruise. And noted, not Jeremy, friend of the show, Andrew Durso, calling in Call- live from the war zone. <laughs> and calling in from an undisclosed location in the heart of Bushwick, my apartment with a bad internet connection. Thank you so much for having me, honorary, not Jeremy and not David, Andrew Durso. <laughs> Andrew was hired are. as a diversity pick in not being named David <laughs> or Jewish. Right, yeah, I'm filling a quota over here. At, at, I'm filling a quota at Capsule Corporation. Hello. You know, I, it's a Dragon Ball podcast. When I was a kid, I used to love reading all these like stupid books on the what they call rogues gallery of certain superheroes. So it'd be like all the bad guys and extras that apply to like Batman or Daredevil. And I feel like Ballin' Out Super now has this like weird stable of like, you know, uh, fucking uh, what's Daredevil's little friend called? Happy. Little, <laughs> little friends and then our villains like random and, and excuse and me Daredevil has a friend Jake. named Happy no that's not his name I think Happy is from Iron Man but I, now this is gonna make yeah. me crazy yeah no this podcast could have its own fandom dot wikia probably at this point <laughs> Foggy Daredevil. Nelson oh, his name friend. is his Bones. name is Foggy I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what does Foggy do? He's uh, the partner in their law firm. Uh, yeah, he oh, like, yes. uh, does he know who Daredevil is? Is that part of his deal? I don't know if he does. I think he's one of those ones where he's his homie, but he's always like, I don't know where you go at night, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, you just missed it. Daredevil was here with his sidekick, uh, Garfield the cat. <laughs> 
Speaking of helpful government websites. He's, he's, he's defending uh, Garfield in court for eating all the lasagna. I only defend the innocent. Yeah. Ah, yeah, no, it's, it's not Daredevil defending him. It's Matt Murdock, our friend who definitely cannot hear cat heartbeats. <laughs> Your Honor, as you see here, this cat hates Mondays. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like regular Batman in court. Daredevil is more just like the whole premise is like, did you know a blind person could be sexy? And it's like, yes. No. <laughs> yeah. But then I never know the they're hair. beautiful. That's the dream. Yeah. That's did you know dream. a blind guy can be an Affleck? Do you want to know if an Affleck can be blind? All you need to do is take a searing hot iron to his eyes. Uh, that, was, that was the tagline for that movie. You will believe an Affleck can blind. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys like that movie? I remember really enjoying it in theaters. It's one of those no. movies where the DVD menu music <laughs> is like burned into my brain. Yeah. Bullseye's a cool hero because he kills that old lady on the plane for bothering him. And we're like, yeah. Yeah, he flicks, a, he flicks a, a cashew into her mouth or something very violent like that. Yeah, See, he flicks that a cashew, came... and it goes into up through her throat into her brain, presumably, because she dies instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that movie came out at the height of me being an insufferable comic book nerd because I was still in like high school or middle school. So I didn't see it because I'm just like, this looks like shit. And it's no way they're going to stay true to the original storyline. And you know what? And, uh, even though my reasoning was annoying, I don't regret it. That was such History a cool movie at the time, though. <laughs> no, it Electra wasn't. Was like a, no, it oh, wasn't. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, Electra was chopping. Electra was chopping up those sandbags for that uh, Evanescence song with the "Wake Me Up." Katie, and, she was. No, she was, was doing was that. Awesome. I I stand by that it was not well received or a cool movie. Katie, it was cool. <laughs> I was going to say that there's a low chance because Durso and I are fr both from Massachusetts. We saw this at the same movie theater. Wow. Yeah, did you see it at the Randolph Cinemas? Did my dad drive you? And was he very I uninterested the entire Raymond film? Ham 15, baby. Nice. Oh, yeah. So close. That theater sucks now. <laughs> so close. Your hands were almost touching. Two ships in the night. The last time I went home, my hometown movie theater had closed down. It had one of those things that to me is like, it's a very specific thing that to me is the saddest thing in the world, which is farewell messages on small town movie theater marquees. Yeah. Like, thank you for 50 years at the movies. Those break my heart, man. <laughs> yeah. We, we held each other together after they killed Kennedy, and now they finally <laughs> finished the job. <laughs> one, of the, one of the ones closed in my hometown and I was just like what happened to the Area 51 machine you have to tell me yeah there's just like a sad <laughs> landfill filled with Terminator Salvation games I need to defend my highest score <laughs> I'm going to start a non-profit where we find a homes for homes for discarded cruising world machines I wanted to be in the Area 51 game I wanted to be the guy waving people Get yeah, you out of the way! Of you want to be one of those like motion-captured aliens that just explode into gore in a way that really freaked yeah. me out when I was a kid. I, I fuck with an FMV. 
The other thing that movie theaters were doing, I don't know if this is this trend is going to keep going with COVID, but because they weren't making enough money, you know, all natural, every movie theater became a luxury movie theater 2015 to 2019. And so like all these little hometown mom and pop popcorn shops are now a luxury cineplex. So my favorite movie theater is in Forest Hill, Queens. And uh, because it's one of the few like not franchised theaters, but they had to do that to keep up. But it's still like ran by disaffected teenagers and shit like as it's supposed to. And they have really good matinee prices. So I always like to see action movies there. So you show up and the disaffected teenager is so upset to be taking tickets, but she always loves me because they're trying to escape and I look cooler than everyone there. You go, you get your popcorn and then they have these like long lounging seats and like cup holders like, you know, I think you can get food now because that's like the luxury thing, except it's still filled with screaming kids and loud Queens parents going like, why is Godzilla <laughs> like that? And shit like that is amazing. <laughs> Just like two yeah. Russians in a fist fight in the front row. And you're like, cool, sick. I never dropped the money, but I remember my local AMC theater uh, introduced something called the Lux level, like L-U-X. When they were uh, <laughs> trying to rebrand, I guess. And I guess the idea is you while you're like, watching frozen someone will serve you dr pepper and a champagne flute or something like that that's so gross you can get a yeah. shot of vodka in a red solo cup for twenty dollars <laughs> yeah they go inside the time crisis 2 machine and they just click the button and give you 20 tickets <laughs> if you're, Damn, if you're bringing a hot, a hot date to the theater yeah time crisis kicks ass I hate it when you're uh, playing a time crisis machine and it's one of the ones where if you fire the gun, the thing on the top of it doesn't go cha-chunk when you shoot it. Yes! What's the point? What's even Why the yeah, point? Why are doing it if there's no cha-chunk? Right, yeah. You, you drop 150 on an entire one play of time crisis and it doesn't go cha-chunk. You should be able to take that theater to court. <laughs> you should be able to actually <laughs> shoot up yeah. the movie theater. Yeah, where you will be defended by Matt Murdock. <laughs> Your Honor, this country was founded on Chachunk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if, if you were Daredevil, you would remind everyone you only serve innocent clients every time? Like that would be a big part of your of your display. Just like You're as we all right. know, I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole thing. <laughs> It's more or less my entire character, so we can just wrap this up now, right? Like all the other the lawyers book. hate him because he just spends the whole time making them look like trash. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy in this town who won't take twenty dollars under the table and go get a blowjob at the back of the nail salon. <laughs> Something this is I think a weird lawyers one. do. You. You can tell by the languid pacing of these awkward jokes that we are all in a weird zone and it may be a little earlier than we normally do this, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, I imagine I sound like a 911 call they play on the news right now. <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> yeah, 911, whatever happened to Daredevil? Help. What was Help his shooting a beam at me. <laughs> Help me. I have to talk about anime until I die. All, all units respond. We got a 1247. That's a botched Daredevil riff. 
<laughs> I, t- I told you before we started, I've been eating weed brownies for three days and I feel like I'm podcasting from heaven. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I had such a stressful morning. It's good here to be here amongst friends. Did you know um, at this point in America, if you call the IRS for an emergency reason, you can get a message that simply says, the IRS has too many calls. Please call back tomorrow. And it hangs up on you. <laughs> nice. It happened like to other- me three times. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> call back tomorrow is what it sounds like. I'm going to go out on a limb here and I don't think anyone's ever going to pick up. So I'm going to have to get creative. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't answer our phone call four times, you're a sovereign citizen now. Yeah, I think it's call enough times i just don't have to pay taxes right that's right if they just keep hanging up well, i mean me. the odds yeah. of them going to get you are pretty low based on their workload it sounds like yeah they don't yeah, have like, it on you and the, they don't have you on the phone long enough to trace the call you're probably fine i feel like i want to sample it and like make a dance track out of it because it's so hilarious the first time you hear it you're like word for real like that's a thing you could do you could just be like nope the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service of the United States of America, simply will not take your call. Right now. <laughs> Sorry, dog. My phone was in the other room. What are you trying yeah, to call uh, about? Is it about the Harriet um, Tubman $20 bill? Yeah, I was yeah, like. You're trying to get them to change it to Goku. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Listen, representation's important. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah. Put Goku on the $100 bill. He saved yeah, they take, Earth. They, they, take, uh, they, they choose the $20 bill the same way they choose like American Idol winners, which is if you just call a phone number enough times. My favorite thing, and like I know I've spoken about this before, but I, I'm very annoyed when people who never respond to my shit on Twitter take a joke I make literally and get give me a shitty lip take because it's always shitty libs. It's never like edgelords or whatever because those guys I expect. It's almost worse when I'm just like, ah, Bernie's wearing mittens. Call him a kitten or whatever. Like, clearly, I'm just like being a dumbass. Like, I love calling people shitty doo-doo bitches on the internet. Everyone knows this. I love calling her politicians that. So I was calling Andrew Yang that and this guy I've never heard of my life responded by saying, you know, Katie, even giving him ironic attention is bad attention and i just just i just started replying to all those people with stuff about goku and i'm like well goku will uh, protect me or i'm voting for goku or you know i just just spamming dragon ball shit at overly sincere libs who think they're dunking on me always makes them so mad and i love it you're having a surge of people like tone policing your tweets katie yeah it's just very funny to me because it's usually the stupidest shit I'm saying. And it's always a very sincere lib that thinks I don't know any better. And it's like, dog, look around. Look at the world we're in, you know? Just <laughs> is is the reasoning that. really that like Andrew Yang is a troll and he'll go away if you just stop enabling him? Because I don't yeah, think that's just... how it works with candidates for office. Read the, you know, you can Are take a no look at my profile. Andrew Yang. <laughs> Have we moved to that step? Are we on the last, the last move of the arsenal? <laughs> just punch Andrew Yang just... in the face if you see him. 
<laughs> yeah, he's the next guy that needs to be banned on Twitter. That's my big. Uh, <laughs> that's my big. Play. I agree, just because he's annoying. But I, uh, yeah, I think because Donald Trump's not the president anymore, the libs are really just wilding out because they don't know where to send all that. Like I'm better than you, energy. <laughs> you know? yeah. So they're just looking for anything. They're just no, like Georgia you was know? tiding them over for a little bit. Now they're just like they're. I. It's kind. You just. It's like taking your dog out to the park. You just got to let him run around a bit. and They'll tie you out. We're, we're stuck oh, know, in like, purge night for calling your manager. <laughs> yo, yeah. Is that what was happening with all those white women who were mad that Bernie like wore a coat? They were mad yeah. that like, he was frowning, I believe, was the controversy. That's anti-Semitic. He was frowning. And that's like what men do when. They yeah, I brown. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I have had plenty of shitty boyfriends, and I have a shitty dad. Uh, I think politicians are all shitty and should be frowning all the time. I don't get why everyone isn't just mad. I have personally opened a nonprofit to turn frowns upside down, and yet I still have room to believe that this man is allowed to have his frown. So what else? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know what to talk about today. Have we, yeah, we have we talked about the mittens yet? I, I don't know. He's gaslighting America. <laughs> sure. Here's a fun Bernie sitting meme. They summon him out of the Dragon Balls and he's floating in the sky like Parunga. Huh? How about His that? arms are crossed. How about that? Yeah. About he's that? got like the tiny legs crossed too. I just think like we've we've done too much on the internet. <laughs> and you think we need everyone... to it? Yeah, I think we just need to take a break. You know, it's not you. It's me. We have these goals, Katie. But what are your what are your proposed methods of getting there? And how are we going to blow up the Internet? Because that's what yeah, we're you're just going to call here. the IRS a bunch of times until they finally take down the Internet. Yeah. You know, I believe in laws, Andrew. OK, <laughs> I am a law abiding citizen as we covered last week i am america's new voice of reason america's sweetheart is reasonable she believes in science and calling the irs as many times as they demand and you know what i don't like it when my politicians don't smile because it reminds me of when my dad broke a hole in the drywall for leaving a coke can on the counter and that's their fault and not my therapist <laughs> when katie rose leon is president you won't need to worry about her tweets she's going to be calling kim jong-un a big big old poopy head <laughs> oh yeah that's my platform every year forever pp do do 2021 into infinity <laughs> yeah the, the way you worded that is do do pp's running mate <laughs> it's a pp slash do do 24 he's running yeah well, PP has to be the main attraction because it's a little more versatile than doo-doo, but yeah. doo-doo yeah, has a solid a base and has been there throughout the years. Yeah, doo-doo's a little more measured in his policies. He's like a good, he, he plays off PP well. Yeah. He had to start in activist circles, and that's kind of what's letting him push through legislation. and how shit works there's a major movement behind candidate poo poo and let me tell you it's building every day campaign cannot get started in the morning without some coffee 
<laughs> you got to make sure it's flowing over at headquarters. <laughs> I had to so check dumb. to make sure because I realized there's no timer on the oh, Zoom. Oh, shit. I know. I've just so been I was like, How long have I been here? <laughs> what is going on? Oh, oh are, are we timed for 30 minutes? Well, yeah, hopefully it gonna... runs like Dragon Ball time where that's going to be like three days. And it will it'll feel like forever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't ex- specifically know when that is, but we'll all have a feeling in our hearts when we've done enough vamping to recap the episode. Fantastic. Oh, you see, we were on a different platform where it didn't sound like we were on the phone, but instead there was a uh, nightmare echo situation, <laughs> kind of like the last level of Tekken Two. Yeah, it's like being haunted by another version of yourself, which really is the most terrifying ghost of all, in my opinion. (laughs) That's like some true (laughs) Japanese horror, like being haunted by a ghost of yourself. It's like Mm. Pulse 3. (laughs) Yeah, there's not, there definitely, there there is like an entire genre of J-horror that's just like technical difficulties. Like 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 one missed call or something like that. It's really true. Uh, we're all trapped in the computer or the phone or the tape or the cell phone or the house that has a phone. Hiroko, we have to wait out the monster. Otherwise, we'll get frustrated, which would be very impolite. <laughs> yeah, so no, what happens when you use up your three trial minutes on Zoom is Sadako does come and kill you. <laughs> you know what? Take me away, bitch. I'm done. Crawl out that TV and end my yeah. life. I'm waiting for oh, Sadako. So yeah, is Sadako being like, just fucking kill me. Sadako. They haven't taught us Sadako on, on my learning app yet. It's at the, it's the if you watch level, everything on you. <laughs> after you've learned Japanese, they're like, by the way, Sadako's here. You picked the yeah. wrong language. <laughs> but yeah. you get to the end of Netflix. That's what happens. She just crawls out the TV and you're like, thank God. Yeah. I'm bored as hell. When you finish every every word on Duolingo, they send a Japanese ghost after you. <laughs> I, I do have uh, want to. I have a new prompt for the discussion. Okay. Here, here. I don't think we've ever discussed this before. And I thought of this when I was bringing up the end of Tekken 2. What's your favorite fighting series? Ooh. Like game? Uh, yeah, you got to pick one. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I like King of Fighters a lot. King of Fighters would be my favorite. Mm. Which one's King of... Uh, that's the one with Terry? No, uh, yes. Well, well, Terry was from... See, all right. King of Fighters <laughs> is kind of like the Super Smash Brothers of all SNK games. So Terry was in another SNK series, so he's in King of Fighters. King of Fighters is fun. I always they had rock. a personal love of Marvel versus Capcom. Um, and But if you want something a little more technical, I do fuck with a Guilty Gear, which is I, really uh, hard. It's like the hardest I'm, one. <laughs> I like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2's light jazz soundtrack. It's got Gonna that, take uh, you on that... a ride. Oh, ride. oh man, I, I so wish there wasn't a delay right now so we can all harmonize on Gonna Take You for a Ride. This is the final boss of our musical improv podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love a Sprite Fighter, man. Like, uh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Fun. I'm so if proud I, the of the gamer levels in this chat. We all named extremely uh, uh, competent, high-level uh, fighting series. 
I did well, play a lot yeah. of Tekken because they have aminals and they have to punch each other. Yeah, I like the bear. Yeah, yeah. No, there's like uh, when you finish every Tekken game, there's like uh, you can lock like thirty just like marmots or whatever an animal is. <laughs> yeah, you can get um, um, King and you can get Iron King and all the bullshit yeah. characters that are the exact same but with a slightly different color palette. Yeah, Alex, yeah, is that your like, pick? I'm going to go with that as my pick. I think in, in terms of raw game time, either that mm. or Marvel versus Capcom is the top for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you like those games where you can play as Jin Kazam and you're fighting a dog standing upright on its two legs. Yeah, and you're just like going to town fundamentals on it. Just left jab, <laughs> right hook. You're a dog. Yeah. Yeah, kangaroo <laughs> judo throwing you. This is what happens when you get on the counter. <laughs> and Dude, then I like to why... that, that sometimes it'll be like a move where you pull out a gun or something. You're like, what the f- we have guns? <laughs> yeah, no, that's always I... my favorite like uh character in fighting games. Like the hyper technical kind of joke <laughs> characters where like all like their attacks are like they pull out a gift box and a boxing glove on a spring comes out of it. <laughs> oh, like Faust. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I would just like to say that I'm so glad you complimented us on our highly technical gamer choices because I would like to remind the listeners back to a time when Super Smash Brothers first came out on the Switch and we were all talking about it and David Citric came at me and said that he plays real fighting games unlike me and I was like, bitch, <laughs> just because I like Smash doesn't mean I don't game, okay? Okay? This okay. is the problem yeah. with Bernie Sanders some... and frowning. Is because yes. this is the culture. Bernie Sanders thinks all women do is play smash and lie. And I will have you know that I play Eno the rock and roll witch in in Guilty Gear and Lie. Okay. The data is she in hits girls you. are playing snood. <laughs> What's snood with you? I think it's time for some Dragon Ball. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just going super quick. I just imagine Joe Biden being like, you know, Jack, I think I think all women can play Blast Blue. i have played blaze blue yeah it's fine i just like if you just have a bunch of like ridiculous ass like titty anime characters and a dude with a big sword i'm like yeah i'll play it at least once like i don't oh yeah i'll dabble as a sex thing yeah oh what the x button what's that too hey stony baloney alex patak would you like to do an ad for our dear patreon I sure would, Katie. We'll put let that it in. rip. Uh, we're gonna do the music here, and um, maybe it's an arcade sound. Bling, 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 bling. All Ooh, right, high in. score. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna be using these tickets later at the counter. Oh, didn't see you there. I was just having fun playing the Ballin' Out Super live arcade game available at a bowling center near you. Wow. The year 2022 is going pretty well. And it all started from people supporting the hit podcast Ballin' Out Super. Enough for them to get to their level where they release their own arcade cabinet game. 
No, I don't remember what, what the threshold for that was, but it's definitely a real thing, and I gave them $5, and I've never regretted it. I just love supporting artists $5 at a time, and I, should, I did it in 2021, and they started the hit series Tenchi Muyo soon. Back then. Oh, it, are we still voting right now, or is the votes in? Katie, I'm doing an ad. Yeah, who knows know, but- what they were doing back then, but here in the future, everything's going really great. So be sure back in 2021 to go to patreon.com slash pod. The machines have risen! Okay, that's the end of the ad. Okay. I would also just like to add, A, there's no bald out arcade machine and B hey join the $7 tier now because we're voting on what show we're going to do next behind the paywall so if that's something you care about get on down to clown town okay I believe so far the vote is tied between Inuyasha and Tenchi Muyo as of the last time I've looked with Tenchi Muyo a little ahead I don't know. It's anyone's game from here on, folks. Do Tenshi. Come on, do Tenshi. It's it's short. Give these guys a break. Pay seven dollars. Get your voices heard in this damn yeah, system. Is like it's like four hundred episodes, right? We probably wouldn't do the whole Inuyasha if we did it just because yeah, it's like a Dragon Ball length show. We only uh, did G Gundam for the full length to punish Katie. We won't be doing about- all of them that long. I'm you're surprised no one voted these- for you're under arrest. That's a 90s anime about cops being <laughs> fucking abusing their power and having girlish times, but whatever. For the, <laughs> for the fans of the show, you're literally voting on your the host's next two months versus their next five years. This is true. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Don't Thank worry, you for coming to, to my aid. Be a part of the future. Thanks. And Katie, I think you can play any fighting game you run. Wow. Feminist ally Andrew Durso, ladies and gentlemen. Give up your That's seat right, to him folks. on the bus. Katie, it'd be best <laughs> if you stuck to Pokemon Tekken X crossover. These are the games women can play. The Tekken game where oh, yeah. I play I play Candy Crush and I get married. Okay. <laughs> hey. Who wants to talk about Dragon Ball? Raise your hand. The title of this episode is Goku's Furious Roar, a last minute resurrection wish. Wow, guys, what a dragon, what a ball. Uh, For those of you that uh, weren't here last week, the planet Namek is blowing up and it's been about to blow up for two minutes for three episodes. And King Kai. We have five minutes remaining comes up with a plan along with his pal Kame, which is that they are going to collect the Dragon Balls on Earth so they can wish everyone on Namek back to life, thus bringing Elder Kai back to life. I mean, uh, Elder Numekian. And then the Dragon Balls on planet Namek will be brought back. And then they can wish everyone on planet Namek to planet Earth. Nothing complicated. Very convoluted. It's, it's like, it's really like time for some game theory, but for Dragon Ball. They're raising Dragon Ball accessibility, okay? This is Dragon Balls for all who want them. 
<laughs> Once you go through the proper networks, all of the Dragon Balls are going to be used to wish for other Dragon Balls. It couldn't be any easier. So yeah. we open up and King Kai uh, faints because of fighting. He's just been watching too much fighting and, you know, playing a game of telephone. And he just it's too much. He's imagining these and, men just going at each other and his just knees get weak. He gets the vapors. Uh, he, he he figures like Shenron would have granted the wish by now, but you know he needs and he reminds Kame of their plan. He calls him up on the headphone, and what I mean by that is they just stand there and talk into each other's minds, which uh, is a thing. Uh, and yeah. he's just like, "Hey, Kame, just to remind you what we're doing, we're doing a like a double jump, but with wishes." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> right, double jump, got it." Rocks fall down on planet Namek, which was supposed to explode in two minutes for about an hour and a half. <laughs> I, I have Rocks been defending are... the scale of time for the last few weeks, but this one's really pushing it for me. Because <laughs> there's yeah. like, I mean, if they were fighting the whole time, I understand that that's like moving faster than the show is representing or something. But there's like lots of talking and going, yeah. and looking at well, stuff. Also, isn't this like the re-edited version that was meant to speed up everything? It's far yeah, faster, what they Andrew. yeah. It is far faster, but the individual episodes themselves have really weird pacing on what they decide to leave in and leave out. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we cut out 100 episodes of Goku running up Snake Way. But then you get episodes <laughs> like this where you're like, what? <laughs> well, it's wild because I just imagine the original series like the like what episode must have represented like three seconds in real time with this plot line. Yeah, you got to I mean, a good writer will understand when they're at the uh, the top of drama and conflict in a story and then just live there. And that's what Toriyama is doing here. It's just letting you right. just feel every second of those five minutes on Namek. Yeah. And it's a thrill a to a do good it. Writer will, he will understand when conflict is happening and he will stretch it out. So the creator has enough time to finish the comic book that says what the plot is. Right, right, right. And yeah. they'll also make sure that they add a uh, telephone style um, arc to it where I one person is it. just describing I... <laughs> the other things. So uh, Goku <laughs> Goku is blasting the shit out of like a juicy purple Frieza. Frieza is like all juiced up. He's all looking like a, a sack of dodgeballs and Frieza throws like a loop-de-loop kind of like beam at Goku and he puts him in the ground and the ground explodes. And then we cut to baby Gohan on the escape spaceship with dead Piccolo and Bulma. And he goes, dad's energy. It's faded. He's gone. And so he tells Bulma, you get the fuck out of here. I'm going. And she's like, you're a baby. Don't do that. And he's like, I'm my dad's son. And I'm like, well, there's some logic to that. And she's like, you'll be killed. And he says, that's what Piccolo would have wanted. It's the same like <laughs> conflict uh, dynamic they have in the movie Damien or oh, the Omen, you know, where there's a baby you can't control anymore. Yeah, but Goku's like a good little boy. He's not a devil baby. <laughs> yeah, did Damien have like uh, did Damien have like a 
androgynous alien villain in it. Well, I think Damien was supposed to kind of represent like gender wise. He could go anyway. Uh, <laughs> I will say baby Gohan's haircut is the haircut that all the cute dykes have in Bushwick right now. <laughs> like I'm right. just like, it's really Gay unfair. Five year old. John Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, baby Gohan leaves to into the exploded. The earth is trembling. I mean, the earth, the Numekia, Numek, not earth. planet Namek trembles. And uh, the Numekians come back to life and they come back to life just to see their planet is literally <laughs> exploded. I mean, I can't think of a more psychic trauma moment. Vegeta is back, bitch. Because Elder Kai was like 500 years old and finally died and it was like, why? Why am I back here? (laughs) When he gets brought back, he literally is like uh, life is agony. (laughs) Like, it's just... Yeah, he's super fucking old. (laughs) Everyone's brought back to life. Vegeta does the uh, Return of the Living Dead, like, hand out the ground. And Vegeta's got like a a hot ab window in his armor now. I love it. Uh, Male crop tops need to come back into fashion. Um, (laughs) All you have to do is blow a hole through the man of your choosing and then revive him (laughs) with the Namekian (laughs) Dragon Balls and you'll have a great look. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, just a hot guy with a hole in his stomach being like, I was happy, I was dead. (laughs) (laughs) It is done, shouts Shenron. And now in a shot where Popo could easily have been edited out, they decided we had to see him. (laughs) Yeah, and Popo... (laughs) I was expecting, like, oh, maybe they'll edit him out of the new series. It's just no. like this shot in particular, he seriously didn't need to be in it. All you needed was yeah. Shenron being like, the Numekians have been brought back to life. See you next year. That's yeah, all yeah, the very least. Who brought them back, though? It was Mr. Popo. Correct me if I'm wrong here. It feels yeah. like the new show has an even higher percentage of <laughs> Mr. Popo than the original. <laughs> Some at the very least, fuck at Funimation's re- like putting them in. <laughs> yeah, they could have like replaced them with like maybe I don't know a, a harmful Irish stereotype, something less worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put Groiper <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Popos is a rosy-cheeked Irish policeman. <laughs> like with, his, with, yeah. a, with a whistle for Krupsky. He's the guy who wants to kill Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> he's, he's in Dragon Ball now. So King Kai cheers because he realizes the Namekians have been brought back. And then Tien is like, hey, we're we're still listening to this phone call. Are you sure the Grand Elder is back? And uh, then King Kai's like, well, the sky's dark over there. Cut to planet Namek. Frieza's like, huh, the sky's pretty dark. Better get the fuck out. I think this planet's going to explode. And this is when Grand Elder's brought back and he's like, my life is paid. Why did you do this to me? And right. So the logic and- is because he's brought back, the Namekian Dragon Balls are brought back. And when he died, they were mid-wish. So the dragon is just hanging out in the sky. Yes. Until question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Prunga's just... 
hanging out like I'm a big buff dragon. And if you're not <laughs> yeah. familiar with the appearance of Pranga versus Shenron, Shenron's like a classical Chinese dragon, you know, he's got a long tail and whiskers and what have you. Paranga is a dude who skipped leg day. You know those Paranga bald buff is- dudes that have ears like pit bulls that been clipped? They're too close to the head. That's what he looks okay. like. Paranga looks like if Shenron went through like the Kumail workout routine. <laughs> he's he's the Shenron for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, right. Please, please be aware this is not a realistic body type. <laughs> I've been informed that we are approaching Western markets. <laughs> it's just the uh, difference of like if, if Shenron had dairy, that's what he would look like. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, baby Gohan is here to fight Frieza. He shows up. It's me, a baby. Frieza laughs because he's a baby. He's, and he says a bunch of racist shit to him where he's like, I see foolishness runs in your family. Saiyans never know when to stop fighting. Yeah, he's just doing that punching jokes. up or down. I have no <laughs> idea. Definitely punching down. Yeah, yeah punching sure. down because he's the most powerful being in the universe, I guess. Uh, Gohan does a major look and just starts uh, taking Freeze on a wild goose chase because his plan is to just make Frieza distracted long enough for the planet to explode, which at the time seems like a reasonable plan because it keeps being said that Earth has two minutes to explode. But once again, what is two minutes? What's They're time? flexible <laughs> minutes for sure. And, you know, I want to be hard on Gohan for this because Frieza could just kill him in an instant, except every fight he's had up until now, we know he's just going to waste time until the last possible yeah. second. So maybe this will maybe, work out for him. Maybe it's like a Kramer in the karate class thing where just like Frieza enjoys the power of being able to beat up on a child. And so he's stretching that out as long as possible. Yeah. Frieza in many ways is the Kramer of Dragon Ball Z. I've been saying that for Correct. some time. <laughs> yeah. He, he slides <laughs> in every room he comes in. He wants to tell me monkey, where is the good fruit stand? <laughs> So, you know, Frieza gets on some Frieza shit. He's like, because I'm so generous, I'll bury you with your father. And they do this shot of Frieza and he's on some real Joker hour shit. He's twisted and he's wearing lipstick for some reason. There are, for some reason, 500 Friezas in this episode. He looks different every time he's on the camera. (laughs) There is also some reanimated sequence in this that look the worst out of all the re- there's this one shot of you- Gohan where it looks like a smear on MS Paint it's you can you can see like the sweat from the overworked Japanese animator like warping the characters bodies <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nickelodeon just wanted to destroy something beautiful here. <laughs> oh my god. Update from the Discord. They think it's so frustrating that we don't know that Nickelodeon wasn't the one that did it. Like actual the edits and the the reanimation. I would just like to put out there that we don't care and it's funny. What? Well, who did it then? Toei. They did it and then imported it. 
or whatever. Some animal. How did SpongeBob shit. get involved? <laughs> he was a private investor. He worked for uh, the guy who brought all the power, uh, Hyman Saban. Hyman Saban. <laughs> he broke the Hyman uh, Saban account. Well, it's the guy who brought the Power Rangers over. Is it like the worst drag shit. name? <laughs> He's just... <laughs> All right. Uh, so go on. Like, so Gohan says just a little longer. He's got to hold out. So Frieza gets him, and then Frieza figures out his dumb baby plan because he's a dumb fucking baby. So he's <laughs> like. <laughs> Are you trying to stall? He's like, no. And he's like, yeah, you dumb baby. And he's like, you killed my dad and my friends. And uh, Gohan goes beast mode and he bitch slaps him and he like gets a sucker punch on him and he does a basenko blast and uh, it doesn't do shit. And Frieza's like, time for a little secret. I'm not fighting at full power. Blah, blah, blah. Now I'm all squishy again. Great. It's, before... it's, it's, this is like a, it's a real thing with Dragon Ball in my time. I've noticed for like with the beams actually not hurting anybody. They do that thing that magicians do where it's like, oh, that trick trick didn't work. Oh, yes, it did. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the like beam is in out. my teeth. Right. And Penn and Teller famously members of the Ginyu force. A uh, bright light shoots from the water. Who is it? It's Goku. He's fine. He's still Super Saiyan. He looks fucked up. He's all fucked up. He we do the exact line read from two episodes ago where he's like, get out of here. Get to the ship. And Gohan's like, no. And he's like, no, do it. And he's like, OK. I loved it. You think for sure dead. your father's dead. He comes back from the dead out of the ocean, like out of out of a pillar of light. And you're like, Dad. And he's like, I told you to shut up. It's the last thing he'll ever say to you. He called his dad, sir. It's like the jarringness of like having a father who's never tried to enact any kind of discipline on you doing it while a planet is exploding. It reminded me a lot of the American beauty child. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the neighbor boy who can't get along with his dad, and then you know, you're right. Yeah, Free Frieza is the neighbor who doesn't want to admit he's gay. And then that makes Goku Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just said the one character I remember from American Beauty. Or uh, maybe maybe a bunch of roses falling on King Kai. That could be really nice. And yeah, that's King Kai's titties. <laughs> right. He had at the end, Goku's about to kiss King Kai, but he can't do it. <laughs> uh, Frieza does a speech where he's like, why aren't you dead? You're like a deckhand. Just go down with the ship. And he goes, how dare you go up against someone with my power? And Goku goes, I know you are, but what am I? And he reminds Goku about how he uh, exploded Krillin for funsies. And that makes him really mad. <laughs> Yeah, because Goku forgot why he was mad. <laughs> <laughs> he needs encouragement yeah. every now and then. Yeah, he uh, he forgot about his friend who, in episode time, died 15 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, not a uh, half hour ago. Remember that? When your friend yeah. exploded? Yeah, maybe he's like, like an ex-drug addict and he has like a really fucked up uh, like short-term memory. 
They fight. There's a beam in a beam. It's so bright you can't see anything. Meanwhile, King Kai makes a phone call to <laughs> Elder Humekian. Ring, ring. It's the brain phone. Hello, you got to make a wish, but I can't do that. I know that time is of the essence, (laughs) but I have forgotten to plug in my rascal. So someone else will have to. Oh, shit. The call is interrupted. I didn't know that thing is when you're communicating telepathically. I didn't know you could open up a three way call. But Goku's yeah. so powerful. He jumps <laughs> on the line and insists that when they make the wish, they wish everyone off the planet except him and Frieza so he can continue fighting Frieza because he's so oh. horny. Elder Guru should have been using one of those old people jitterbug cell phones with the big buttons on it so they don't get confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, Goku has uh, gotten to a level of power where he has invented new telecommunication genres. <laughs> he can just enter your phone call to tell you you're doing yeah. it wrong. <laughs> Do Is that a thing that can... Like, it's not ever established that you could jump into someone else's like telekinesis up until this point. Is it also implied that Goku's like listening to every conversation anyone on the planet is having now? Yeah, yeah, Goku's so. like an NSA type. <laughs> he has the super. Yeah, when, Gohan, when Gohan's like telekinetically communicating with his friends about getting weed, he has to use like code words. <laughs> yeah, I'd like some tasty veggies. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any issues of savage She-Hulk in stock? <laughs> so Goku bullies King Kai to agree to not wish him back. And uh, he's like, well, if you want to die, I guess I won't stop you, bitch. Uh, Dende comes back to life and he is freaking the fuck out rightfully he's like why am i alive and i'm like great question uh grand elder jumps in his head and is like hey dende welcome back to planet namek so good to have you here can you do me a quick favor and go make a wish on that big old dragon Bulma's upset and Vegeta's just walking around having an acid flashback being like, why am I alive? Everyone's having a bad time. It would be confusing. Yeah. I think they're, yeah. in the, they're like totally in the right to be um, yeah. peeved about this. Yeah, you wake up and there are new natural disasters you've never heard of happening around you. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like water tornadoes. The water's full. Well, especially cold. if you didn't know what was happening, it's like I've been brutally murdered and now I have to die a brutal death again. <laughs> like it's really a raw deal. Yeah. Well, they don't know that's gonna happen though. You know, they're yeah, just like, they're... well, cool. <laughs> I'm in an inferno. Uh, Frieza sees the big old buff dragon and he's like, oh shit, now's my chance. And uh, Goku tries to do an interference. He's doing fisty punches as Dende flies fast over there. And, uh, you know, 
he jumps in front of the dragon to make the wish, but Frieza gets there first. But Frieza does not have a Duolingo account and wishes for eternal life in English. And, you know, it's just not going to fly because you got to do it in Namekian. You got to do it in Namekian. Yeah. Speak the language. You're in Namek. That's right. I order to impress the person I'm with. I order in Namek every time I'm at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> like undun tanka so fritas. <laughs> Jesus. The Namek language is so half thought out. I love it. Whenever they bring it up, yeah. it's like pim pam chimchurri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all just like three. It's Namekian seems like the language entirely of three letter words that are like onomatopoeias. Like they bam, a- bam pow splat steak. <laughs> they had an episode where Bulma was learning Namekian where they were just doing like African voice, but it seems like they oh, forgot, no. forgot the original game here and have uh, just turned it into googly gook. Uh, Dende gets that little wish right under the wire. So he is brought to Earth before Frieza can zap him. And then uh, all the Namekians are safely taken to Earth. Okay, bye-bye, says Perunga. Frieza's so mad. Uh, you know, Vegeta shows up. He's like, oh, Kakara, you're Super Saiyan. And Frieza's like, what? I killed you myself. And he's like, sorry, I didn't take to the beam <laughs> or some shit. And Frieza is teleported while like shooting a beam and like you could just have to imagine like he ended up firing that beam on earth and just like hitting a bird or something yeah vegeta destroyed a capital one building (laughs) right everyone is safely zapped to earth including bulma and dead piccolo and baby gohan and nothing's left except Frieza having a tantrum and goku on this planet that is now a shitty lava level and, and Goku this is, is also when Frieza having a says, tantrum. So they are made for each other. Then. Yeah, they're both having a tantrum. <laughs> yeah. Goku's doing ma- like yeah. hardcore Match serious in voice in this episode. I love Goku's voice. I know, voice. it's so... You love, yeah, know. It's, it's crazy. This is, I feel like this is the only time in the show he's like this. Like, well, most of the time he's just like, ha, you're pretty strong. But now he's like, you're pretty strong. You're pretty strong, Frieza. Yeah. Well, it's if- like the last of his brain cells holding on. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all get the last of them get fried out after he goes back to normal for being Super Saiyan the first time. You know what I've been thinking about is uh, if if Goku had to like adapt to the culture after 9-11, this is the voice he would use. <laughs> the hate our freedom. Yeah. Yeah, this is like, uh, go- like if Goku hosts a talk show or like a late night show, this is the voice he uses a day after something serious happens. He'd be like the like all those late night hosts that cried for the entirety of 2020. Like, get <laughs> off it, bitch! You're a late night host. <laughs> like, come come in the muck with the rest of us. You never see uh, Goku cry. That's just something I've noticed. Yes, yeah, yeah, because he's Fred the ultimate died. man. Well, we see him scream a lot, and I guess that's just crying in Dragon Ball. Screaming is yeah. crying, but out of the mouth. Yeah, that would be that would be my power if I were a Dragon Ball. My tears would be beams, and you'd have to get me really sad. But like, when you when you show me like a really bummer movie, I become a super powerful warrior. Uh, you just be like, 
Derso, remember Dancer in the Dark? She just wanted to <laughs> sing. And then you just start crying like yeah. beams. And I just start fucking dudes up. <laughs> so uh, this is what Frieza says again. There's only two minutes left before the planet explodes. <laughs> what is time? So you can either... You can yeah. either die through fighting or die through planet exploding. And then they have a really like flirty dialogue and they decide to do hand to hand combat. And that's when the announcer comes on and goes, I'm sorry. Wow, this lava level sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> have we not been week? doing hand to hand combat the whole show? <laughs> when was yeah, I got hand to hand combat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to see some. I think the they time. meant like grappling or something. They're going to do like yeah, traditional right. wrestling moves. They're going to do yeah, chain wrestling. Like, Greco, like Greco-Roman Olympic wrestling. Never been <laughs> yeah, done they, in the show. They do like the high school regulation start where Frieza has to have uh, his hand in a circle around Goku's elbow and then another one on the thumb. And then you wait yeah. for the ref. Uh, all right, friends. How about we rate this Dragon Ball episode? Alex Patak. Thanks for asking me, Katie. This was a really good episode. There were only a few parts that really sucked. Um, it was. It kind of reminded me of last week, except that the phone call element of it was significantly shorter. So I'm going to give this one six out of seven. Almost a perfect episode. King Kai is wasting my goddamn time, but otherwise I had a great time. All right. Andrew Durso. I'm going to give this five out of seven Dragon Balls. I'm a little, this episode I'm coming in on, I'm a little impatient. I'm waiting for Frieza to get murked. I don't think he should be this powerful against Super Saiyan Goku. Uh, I did like Frieza just vamp, and I love that guy, though. Love him. And also, <laughs> no I one's feel better gaslit. on stage. Yeah, and also I feel gaslit regarding what time is, so that brings my score down one. Oh, five. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a five out of seven. Like, the fighting was fun. I love Frieza's soliloquies, but there was just, like, a lot of bullshit in here with, like, phone calls of the brain. Uh, I did <laughs> love everyone having an existential crisis freak out about being dead and then brought back. That was a weird <laughs> moment of self-awareness on Dragon Ball's part. Uh, cool. Do you want to read an email with me? It's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon Ball. It's time for Dragon Ball, weebs. The email this week is from Brittany Flamond. Hey, ballers. Hey, ballers, I wanted to start by thanking you guys for all the amazing content. I am a custodian in a school cleaning shit for a living so I can get sweet government benefits for my wife, who is very sick and unable to work. When life seems overwhelming and shitty, I love to put on this podcast. It is the Baca tank for my soul. So once again, thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Brittany. Uh, yeah. Now for my but, question. But I'm just, uh, it's, it's Nietzsche gets to meet our vice president. <laughs> that is nice. Now for my question. If you had the same power as Captain Ginyu, would you body swap with anyone and who? Keep in mind the person would be in control of your body. 
Would you even care about your original body once you switched a few times? Keep up the work, Brittany. So the question here is who you're going to get you body swap with. And would you want to go back to your old husk of a frame? Oh, this is a good question. I, I know. Like temporarily body swap. Okay. Do you I have any opinions on wrong with, whom? with my body? I'm not sure I want to get rid of it, but yeah, I, I could either be. I don't know, because your first instinct is like, I want to be in a sexy lady, and then I'm the sexy lady. <laughs> I win. <laughs> but um, then I don't think that's really as exciting for you once you're in there, because then you're just you yourself again. So <laughs> I'm going to be in Carmen Electra during her filming of the hit movie Daredevil, which is the peak of her career. And uh, Carmen Electra was Electra. <laughs> Uh, no, that was Jennifer Garner. You're, but Alex is probably thinking of Good Burger. Yeah, wait, I was thinking yeah, Good like... Burger, the height of her career. <laughs> Carmen Electra and Good Burger, and I'm just kind of yeah. checking out what's going on over there, and then I'm going to You want to swap into the body, body of Carmen Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Katie? Um, I mean, yeah, my first thought, as well as I would like to be a later lady hotter than myself... Um, but then I'm thinking maybe it would be fun to just like <laughs> do something petty, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, like get into a politician's body and make them resign or some shit like that, you know, or it might be but fun that to like also be would... an animal for an afternoon. Yeah, I always get really jealous of my Animal Crossing villagers because I'm like, you have nothing to worry about. So, like, maybe I'd just be, like, a cool lizard for a little bit. <laughs> just chill really out nice. and not worry about stuff. <laughs> what about you, Derzo? Uh, I would probably body swap into the body of anyone in Bushwick with a stable internet connection and doesn't have to use the phone for podcasts. <laughs> right. I know. I'm going to body swap with a property owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna body swap with a T3 connection owner. Uh, well, thank you, Brittany, for writing in. That question was really fun. We love this kind of stuff. More questions. Well, it's that time again. Plug a plug a choo choo. All aboard, <laughs> Andrew. Where can the people find you? At Andrew underscore Durso on Twitter. That's about it. Ooh. Cool. Alex Petak. He thinks he's got it going on. Um, I'd Ooh. like to plug a huge shout out to all of our janitor listeners, of which I believe there are a few. Um, yeah. You keep the school being cool. I'm going to edit that so yeah. it sounds better. And then you follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes, where I put all of my various podcasts. So you can find everything there. That's it for me, Katie. You could find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please watch Last Words on the Pit. Last week we had a really in-depth conversation about the vinyl resurgence with cognitive guitarist Rob something something. I forget his last name. I'm bad at my job. Uh, and this week we are interviewing Petra, the guitarist from Nervosa, an all-women's metal thrash band from brazil it's gonna be sick well that's it for this week see you next time you clowns on balling out Super 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 Super